This is Digitech Futures, a Bournemouth University podcast series. We'll be exploring the latest digital developments and speaking to leading researchers about the technology that could change our world and revolutionise the way we live and learn. In today's episode, will TorBU's flagship new building that will use state-of-the-art technology to train the next generation of healthcare professionals. As you approach Bournemouth from the Wessex Way, you've probably noticed a new building appear on the horizon. This is the Bournemouth Gateway Building, which will be the new home of the Faculty of Health and Social Sciences when it opens in 2020. As well as teaching and social space, the building will house a range of cutting-edge medical equipment and technology, including an MRI scanner and clinical training labs. Nathaniel Hobby took a sneak peek inside to find out more. We're walking down Oxford Road towards the building site uh, on which sits Bournemouth Gateway Building. The building is going to be the flagship building for the Faculty of Health and Social Sciences and we've arranged to meet Greg Old, who's the project manager for the building, who's going to take us round and give us a, a glimpse of what's going to be on offer for staff and students who are going to be using the building. Hello Greg. Hello, everyone. So Greg, can I just get you to introduce yourself and, and what you're doing as a part of this project? Yeah, I'm Greg Ald, project manager for Bournemouth University. So. I'm responsible for actually making sure the building and the wider development gets uh, successfully completed. We're probably about halfway through the contract, so we're, we're going to have a, a walk around and see the bare bones of the building, really, the skeleton, how it's all staying up with that, and use the normal finishes we'll see at, at the end. And uh, for, for anybody who hasn't you know, caught sight of the building yet, what... what uh what are we looking at? What do, you know? What's the, the size of it and the, uh, the structure of it? Okay, so it's about 10,300 square metres, uh, which is nearly uh, twice the size of Fusion Building on the Tolbert campus. So it's the biggest uh, development Bournemouth University has ever done. And uh, it's going to be the home for the new Faculty of Health and Social Sciences. So we're actually going to get rid of two old buildings when we move them into this building. So hopefully they'll enjoy their new home. It's quite hard to visualise even standing here, Greg. I mean, it's still a lot of scaffolding in place. You can see um, this kind of great expanse that's stretching up into the sky. One would assume that that's going to be uh, a big feature when you walk in. That'll be huge, yeah. that will be really breathtaking when you actually come in. I'm looking forward to all the scaffold coming out. But uh, at the moment, it's there to support the last, last bit of floor slab they're laying right at the moment. Wonderful. And, I mean, as you walk in, it's, it's also... The thing that strikes you even halfway through construction is the scale of the building. I mean, I can barely see from one side to the other, and then you've got these big glass-fronted panels that are, are uh, taking shape. A lot of the glass work seems to be in now, certainly facing the, the main roundabout towards the Wessex Way. I mean, it really is a sight to behold, isn't it? It will be, definitely. Um, if you can imagine, there's, there's sort of two fan-shaped atria to our, to our left, and then this main slot one we've just spoken about. The two uh, triangular-shaped atria will hold the lecture theatre, which is that bit there we're looking at. So you'll see underneath through to the back there, so you'll get a great view, huge view through the library, and then the timber-clad lecture theatre above. So from the outside, so if you're driving down Wessex Way, the lecture theatre is supposed to be a floating kind of timber-clad object in the middle of the atrium. And what's the... You know, what's the reason behind the design of the, the glass fronting so that people can see in when they're driving past? Essentially, that's it. It's to see life going on inside. Um, and that, that's the real thing. So 
a lot of buildings, you look at them, you don't actually see anything going on inside. But when you're driving down Wessex Way, you'll now see all the life going on in the faculty building. So, because it'll be backlit, so you'll see people wandering between the between the different levels and the bridges that go between the different levels and the atrium. And is that why it's called our gateway building? What is it? Uh, what What does the word gateway uh, mean for, for a building like this? It's, I guess it's the university's um, key signature piece, really, showing this is the university town. So. As you come in, this is the first building you see, and puts, does put Bournemouth Uni on the map, really, doesn't it? Same like the pool gateway at the Tolbert campus. It's the first thing you see, and it creates an impression. The Bournemouth Gateway building is uh, made up of seven floors right the way to the top, and six of these seven floors have now been constructed, certainly as far as the, the stairwells are concerned. So you might hear we're slightly out of breath as we're working our way up the stairs towards the top, and we're going to work from the top down, and the higher you get the more breathtaking this building really does become as you start to see uh, the amazing view out across the whole of Bournemouth. It really is uh, a landmark piece. Um, whichever way you look as you go out of the building, you can see a little bit of, uh, of Bournemouth and Dorset stretching out on either side, such as its location right near the train station opposite Asda. So we're on floor six. You can hear floor seven being constructed behind us. So Greg, here we are, we've reached the top of the building, so uh, tell me, what, what can you see? I can well, see everything from the uh, Purbex around to the Isle of Wight, so, and to the hills that you don't really notice half the time at the back of Bournemouth, where just an airport is around there. And the, the portion that we're standing on now, what's this going to be? This is going to be effectively the roof level, so it's rare we'd be up here in the future, but there'll be... Um, a, basically a big field of PV panels, photovoltaic panels, generating electricity for us. What gets me every time I come up here is just how many trees there are in Bournemouth. So if you look out over there, you wouldn't think it's full of houses and things, would you? All you see is the treetops. Yeah. It's like a forest. Yeah. <laughs> Greg, that's a long way down. Yeah. It is, it is. And this is uh, it's one of the bridges connecting the two kind of accommodation wings over the main slot atrium so we must be looking down what 40 feet here just kind of a, uh, a sheer drop yeah a bit more than that <laughs> yeah it does uh it's, it's gonna be pretty impressive when it's all finished i mean even uh, i'd imagine once it's uh, it's got its soft furnishings in it might take the edge off slightly but it's making my tummy feel funny even looking over the edge here that's it all right <laughs> what did you have for lunch <laughs> yeah it's um Obviously, there's going to be banisters, and they're quite high uh, balustradings, which are probably a bit like fusion, uh, solid with a bit of glass on the top. So hopefully, it'll give you more of a more of a comforting feeling than this temporary sort of birdcage type stuff we've got at the moment. But it's this central column with the fans either side, and actually, this is the the fourth floor we're on now, isn't it? And we and you can see uh, it, it gives quite a good scale of the building. You've got kind of a fan to one side, and we're in this central column with this uh, with this atrium stretching out below our feet. So it really does show the scale of the building. It certainly does, yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it will be like this at the end of the day when it's finished as well. If anything, it'll look more open because all this scaffold obviously be out of the way I hope it will anyway. <laughs> otherwise we've got major problems um, yeah I, the, the whole idea is that it's, whilst it's a building that's actually quite efficient in terms of the space within it it also gives these big vistas as well so it's going to look great I think and um, 
most of us have never been quite so close to a construction project of this scale. So would you be able to kind of just give us a little bit of information about what it takes to build something this big? How long does it take? What's the process you've had to go through? Uh, the actual, the idea of the project has been going on for a lot longer than I've been at the university. Probably any of us have been at the university, I think. Uh, I think it's at least 10 years they've been trying to get a home, a unified home for the faculty. Um, but it's really been in the last five years that we've managed to secure this site via, I won't dwell on it, but a very complicated land deal, which is a land swap with another property owner. So there was a joint planning application um, and they're developing some student accommodation for us uh, on a smaller site further into the Lansdowne. But effectively, I mean, from getting planning permission, it's probably going to get three years to finish it. Um, there's obviously a lot more than time goes into it, there's a lot of money goes into it as well. So, I said before, this is the biggest financial investment the uni's ever made. Uh, just the um, contract with Kia is over £30 million. Pounds. Uh, you look at the wider development costs, then we're getting close to £50 million. Pounds. So it's, uh, it's a combination of a lot of effort, a lot of money, and quite a bit of time as well. We're upwards of 100 people on site at any one time, and that's soon going to go up to probably 200 people on site. So it's, it's quite, a, it's very good for the area. You know, all these developments, and there's a lot going on on the Lansdowne at the moment. It's all very, very good for the economics of the area. So we've jumped down another flight of stairs, and now we're, we're having a look at... Uh, what I, I imagine to me would be a little bit like the Share Lecture Theatre in, in terms of scale. It looks like quite a big three-tiered uh, lecture theatre that, that we're standing in front of. Yeah, it's about spot on, really. About the same size. Um, similar shape. Probably this is a bit more fan-shaped. It's wider at the top and narrower at the bottom. Um, we're on a bridge at the moment, which is going to be glazed. So we've, we've got the atrium underneath us, and we're looking at the moment, although you can't see on the podcast, but... We're looking at the double doors to the, um, they're the two, so the exit and egress for if you want to get to the top of lecture, lecture, lecture theatre directly. Uh, the other doors are on the floor below with big sort of breakout space to try and accommodate for people queuing when they're waiting to go into the lecture theatre. And I mean, this really does take up pro- probably at, at least half of the, the overall uh, footage of. of uh, this second floor and down to the first floor it looks like a, a vast space but what else is is on this second floor we've got a suite of um, seminar rooms so we've got normal standard seminar rooms for normal teaching and over the far side on the seven story wing on this floor is the practice skill suites so we've got various things we've got um, uh, plinth rooms so if you want to practice physiotherapy there's room specifically for that there's a couple of uh, mocked-up hospital wards with um, full-on sort of beds, trunking, and all the stuff that goes with it. So uh, um, there's a lot of AV going in to try and make all that work. So all the um, hospital wards will have iPads on on uh, stalks or, or arms that come out from the walls, where you could see people's vital functions being displayed and things like that. So, so this really is. Um on the cutting edge of technology, really, we're, we're putting in the latest tech that, that perhaps you know you, you might not have even seen if you'd visited a hospital recently. But this is going to be available to all our students. Yeah, it, it, I suppose as our students are coming through, they're going to be getting this technology when they do get into their place of work. So, the more realistic we can make it now, the better. So, definitely. Yeah. So, so you're thinking ahead. You know, you're you're trying to futurecast and think. Well, what is what is the NHS going to be like? Well, let's do it now. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's always trying to second guess it, isn't it? So, 
Um, we're just trying to make ourselves really attractive to the student market, really. Um, can't think there's another facility like this anywhere in the country for this, this type of faculty. So, yeah, and the, uh, the MRI that we're, we're putting in downstairs will just kind of uh, you know, round that off perfectly, I think. So we've reached the first floor, and yep. uh, what uh, what are we looking at down here? Obviously, we've got the other half of our a large lecture theatre, but what else will be on? We're standing at the moment in a meeting room, large meeting room. There's another one in front of us, uh, and then there's a breakout space for lecture theatre. So the main entrance is to the lecture theatre off the bridges on this floor. And uh, we are on the ground floor now, feet yep. firmly yep. planted back on on yep. the ground. Sorry for that. So. This, this really is where the building makes its money in that sense. It's, it's, it's going to house a lot of the um, technological facilities, but also a lot of the, uh, the space that's going to be available for anybody to use. Yeah, it's got the cafe as well. First things first. <laughs> it's, got a, it's, the, it's the area that will probably be used the most because it's going to be a 24-7 building. So you'll be able to come into the library at 3 o'clock in the morning if you really wanted to, and you'll be able to do some work. Um, Underneath the floating, le- floating lecture theatre, surrounded in glass walls, is the computer suite. So we've got a computer suite in Stutland House at the moment. That's going to be moving over here. So if you want to work overnight doing a dissertation or whatever you want to do, then you can go in there. So it's 24-7, 365 days a year. So it's slightly quieter in here. Does that mean we've hit our MRI room? It does. And uh, it doesn't look like an MRI room yet, does it? But this is where we're going to be putting in a very expensive full-on 3T MRI scanner um, for research purposes but also clinical use as well so we'll be attracting the local NHS trust to come and use it as well. Um, it's quite a big investment, it's quite a light, late change to the project as well so it's been fun trying to get it in. Um, yeah it's certainly be a huge asset for the uni um, and it's great for the research intent. We're setting up a new institute, um, Institute of Medical Imaging um, to really, and this will be their centre point, centrepiece. They are also investing in other equipment for them, but it's exciting to see you know, where the research is going. I know a lot of other universities are doing it, so we're we're just we're, we're trying to keep ahead of it. There's not many other universities have three T scanners. There's not many locally in the NHS trusts, so I think there's one other three T scanner locally. Um, all the others are slightly lower resolution, so we're hoping that will kind of generate new work streams, new income, um, but also be very exciting for the students to be able to come and see it. So. And a real pull if you're thinking about studying in one of those areas and you, you can come here at an open day and see, well, this is the, the stuff you're going to be using. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's going to be a full-on machine. It's literally what you'll have in the hospital. Um, and the people, like I say, from the hospital will be coming here um, and bringing patients. So uh, whilst it, they won't be poorly patients because we don't have a... Um, other hospital facilities to back that up um, there'll be people coming in for scans on who knows what able-bodied people coming in and getting scan, scans so and students will see all this going off um, it'll be a great learning experience I mean there's there's ambulance suites as well aren't there there's, there's all sorts of things going into this building that's going to make it really technologically advanced for people who come and work and study it yeah yeah the uh, the ambulance uh, suite is going to be great I mean, it's, uh, it's basically going to mock up exactly what the inside of an ambulance looks like it's going to be inside now, which we've got one at the moment, which is outside, which isn't great when it's pouring with rain. Um, so yeah, we, we, we're, we're doing all that. I mean, we, we, like we said before, we're just trying to make it as realistic as possible for everybody coming here, so they get the best possible training that we can give them. 
Visit bournemouth.ac.uk forward slash digitech futures to find out more about the Bournemouth Gateway Building and see what it looks like for yourself. You can also listen to our Paul Gateway Building podcast to learn about the flagship development at our Talbot campus, which will house a range of specialist media and tech facilities. Keep listening to our podcast series to learn about the digital and technological advances taking place here at Bournemouth University.